Because of the movies, we have a fantasized vision of the job of an FBI agent. Not all is as exciting as in the movies, but a lot is. As an FBI agent, your mission is to enforce the US federal law. Niall was in the industry for over two decades, and I had the privilege to interview him about his job. So, here's Niall. Thank you, Niall, for uh, joining me. It's a pleasure. I haven't, I wasn't dreaming of having a, an FBI agent uh, under, you know, my list of interviewees. And, uh, and when our common friend told me about you, I was very happy to, to meet you and, and to, to interview you. So, and since the FBI has been in the radar uh, for quite some time now, especially in the US news, I would love for you to start telling me uh, what does an FBI agent job consist of? Okay. Well, first of all, yeah, thank you for inviting me and having me on your program. Pleasure. It's really an honor to talk with you about the FBI. It's a great organization, and I was very happy to be a part of it for over 23 years. In general, the FBI agent has several different jobs. There's over 200 different jobs an FBI agent could do, but they uh, revolve mostly around the uh, enforcement of federal law, uh, the United States federal law. Mm -hmm. It's part of the Department of Justice. And so they investigate violations of federal law and, you know, submit their reports to the prosecutors that work in the United States Attorney's Office and mm -hmm. uh, all under the umbrella of the Department of Justice. So what's actually in the news today? Can you tell me? Yeah, the FBI has been in the news, you know, around the election cycle. The latest news was they conducted a search warrant at the home of the former president. And it was noteworthy in the news in that this was the first time the FBI conducted a search warrant at the home of a former president. Hmm. So that's why uh, it made the news, uh, you know, besides uh, all the other reasons why it made the news. But one of the aspects was that it was the first time the FBI conducted a search warrant at the home of a former president. I see. Okay. Yeah. So how much, uh, because we know um, we, the general public, uh, we, we have a romanticized vision and idea of an FBI agent. How much is it really represented in the movies? And how much does that reflect or did reflect in your job back then? I think there's several movies that, that, you know, in the hour and a half the movie runs, they do a great job in depicting what a career as an FBI agent would look like over several years, right? But the hour and a half movie might really depict, you know, two years of an FBI agent's, you know, investigation mm -hmm. and coursework. Uh, but they, they plug it into a, an hour and a half and it, and it seems uh, exciting. Although, <laughs> yeah, although the work over a year and a half is just as exciting sometimes as being in a movie, but filled with a lot of, you know, the normal administrative duties that come along with investigating big cases, for example. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. started, you know, 23 years prior to your, you know, to being a federal agent. You studied at the FBI. What was your first job at the FBI? So, yeah, I started in the mid-90s. And, um, you know, I was a software engineer and, and applied to the FBI. And, you know, back then they really uh, took a lot of accountants, lawyers, investigators, and some software engineers and other engineering, you know, sciences and, and the like. But, you know, back then, you know, Y2K and internet commerce was, uh, you know, starting. And so there were a lot of engineers who also were hired 
in the 90s. But what's interesting is my first position was actually working very traditional FBI violations like bank robbery, fugitives, Mm -hmm. uh, those type of things, which you really learn what the process is in the federal judicial system. For example, writing an affidavit for a search warrant or for an arrest, you know, conducting the investigations associated with those type of crimes, and then indicting the subject of your case and following it through to a trial, perhaps, and then a conviction. And it's a real nice way to learn what the judicial system, you know, the wheels, what they look like uh, for a new FBI agent. I see. And you being from, you know, a software, a software engineer, did you have to learn about, uh, you know, federal law? Did, did you have to prepare in order to enter the FBI? Or is it something that you kind of learn with the job? Well, the nice thing is all FBI agents start at the FBI Academy in Virginia. Mm. And they all start from scratch, whether you're a lawyer, an accountant, or an engineer, you really start learning communication, legal studies, firearms, you know, physical training, and they okay. take you through the different aspects of what a day-to-day -day job would look like once you get to the field. And so once you get to the field, you have a good, you know, foundation, and then you are partnered with a more seasoned investigator to learn the different, you know, details of the actual violation you're investigating. And so Uh, this tradition of partnering with a more seasoned investigator and agent has worked well with bringing the new agents up to speed to learn what they need to do to get their cases uh, through the judicial process. I see. Yeah. And when you first started the academy, was it an opportunity that presented itself? Or were you looking for uh, you know, the, the academy? Or how did, how did that come well, to your... Yeah. Yeah. For, for me, I, I really just wanted a job that, you know, I received some great advice. It said, if you have a job you love, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm -hmm. And and to me, I, you know, looked at the landscape of job opportunities and the job description and reputation of the FBI really sounded exciting to me. And uh, one aspect that I'll get into later is um, the international opportunities that the FBI has. You know, we have uh, 56 offices in the United States, but with that, we also have agents who are assigned overseas working in the United States embassies that work internationally. And I've always been interested in working internationally and the combination of the FBI domestic work combined with that opportunity that you could work overseas really attracted me to apply to the FBI. I see. Okay. So you applied to um, the FBI and then you got uh, approved, let's say, and then you started the academy. Is that, is that the, the way it works? Yeah, they, they have a very extensive and competitive application process. But um, yeah, once they select you, you go through the hiring process and you're given a date to report to the FBI Academy and you and along with about 50 other FBI agents start on that Monday and for four months you learn what it takes and what is required of an FBI agent. Mm -hmm. And then um, after those four months you're assigned to your office in the United States and uh, begin your uh, entry level assignment as a special agent. 
And so from the moment that you enter uh, until you're actually an uh, independent, let's say, FBI agent uh, ready, ready to work, how long does it take? After the training and, and being in the field for a year or so, I think you develop a good idea of what it takes and how to move your cases forward. I think a lot of FBI agents, by about the two-year mark, are comfortable with medium-sized cases. They learn how to coordinate with others and communicate well with different agencies that the FBI partners with. And so by the second, third, and fourth year, you're taking on more substantial and more complicated cases. And then, of course, by your seventh year, you're considered a seasoned or fairly experienced uh, investigator for complex cases using some of the more advanced techniques that the FBI uses to investigate their cases. So it really is a gradual progression, but at about the seven-year mark, you're considered fairly experienced. Okay, great. Yeah. And um, do you is there actually a good mix between you know uh, office work and uh, work on site uh, in the field, or are there specific uh, mandates? You know, there's people who will be on the office, and there people who will be on the field. Well, there. You know, initially, I think it's really a mix, and you can kind of become an expert in what it is you're good at. And so, I think in your first seven years, you're getting a mix of report writing, coordination, along with everything else that is involved in a, an investigation, including you know witness interview, collecting evidence, conducting surveillance, interviewing witnesses and subjects, and collecting data to support your objective. And so the first seven years you spend really gaining experience in those areas, all the areas that involve investigative work. Now, later in your career, you can you can choose to specialize in any number of uh, opportunities the FBI has. It's over 200 opportunities, anywhere from evidence collection and firearms training to, like the other one I used as an example, working overseas as a legal attache. So the career track is very fairly extensive. And it just allows you know the agent to develop an expertise in a certain area and then to pursue you know, the subject area that he or she is interested in. Okay. So about um, international and uh, being an attaché, uh, what is the, the mission of an FBI agent who is was abroad? So, I mean, and, and to summarize the, the job description, it is to coordinate with the local uh, police agencies to provide training, to assist in investigations, both investigations that are originating in the United States and then investigations that originated in the host country but have a component that affects the United States. And then the third aspect of the job is to work with the agencies that are represented at the U.S. Embassy in that country. So going back to the primary purpose is to, to liaison with the host country's police services. And an example of that would be if a subject in Virginia escapes to a foreign country with the proceeds of uh, a criminal activity, mm -hmm. sometimes the local police or the FBI office, they require somebody in that country to represent their requests and their interests in uh, securing the evidence, interviewing witnesses. And so that agent in that country, rather than every field office sending an FBI agent to that country to do the work, they coordinate with the representative in that country. It becomes more efficient that way. 
I see. Yeah. So that's the primary purpose. The auxiliary purpose is if that, in, you know, in that country, if their police have a reason to need something from a police agency in the United States, they can also coordinate with that local FBI agent to make the request of whatever it is they're looking for. Okay. Yeah. And uh, can you say something about your own experience as attaché? Yeah, I was in the Middle East and Africa for five years, and that's exactly what we did was we met with uh, local police services, facilitated uh, requests for information. We provided information that they requested. And many times we also uh, exchanged training programs, for example, you know, money laundering, bomb technician training, many different aspects that the FBI might be good at. They would be requested to provide that training to the local service. And several other types of exchanges where perhaps FBI agents came to that country for training in a particular area that they were good at. So it's definitely uh, an exchange of information and uh, some training opportunities. Do you know if there are any prerequisites? You know, like, for instance, if you want to be a pilot, uh, you, you know, you have to be good in terms of you know, your fitness and your eyesight and so forth. Is it, are there physical prerequisites and uh, psychological prerequisites in order to become an agent? Yes, in fact, there is. There's a fairly uh, high uh, expectation that the uh, FBI agents uh, maintain physical and health you know, throughout their career, and they're uh, tested periodically on their physical fitness and provided uh, regular medical exams to ensure they're, you know, fit for duty. So yeah, it definitely has an expectation that they can, you know, do the job that they're responsible for. Okay. And, uh, you know, I, of course, we were talking about uh, the, our own ideas of, uh, of an FBI agent. Are, do you find one or several myths around uh, the work of an FBI agent? You know, some of the myths that I hear from potential candidates to the FBI is that they've never, you know, shot a gun or they've never arrested somebody or they don't know what it would be like. And, and sometimes they have their own fear of what the training would be and, you know, how strenuous or difficult it could be. But I relate to them that They're, they really can start the academy and take, you know, one step at a time. And, for example, in the firearms uh, training program, they teach everyone, uh, male or female, experienced or non-experienced, they start them out uh, from uh, zero and take them to be a 10 out of 10. And I've, I saw many people in my class who had never shot a gun become the best shot in the class And some who had uh, training before, they realized that their training wasn't as good as it should be and, and learned a lot more than they expected. And so it's really uh, just, you know, the, the best attitude is to keep your eyes open and your ears, you know, listening. And uh, you get to a point where you're very confident in whatever it is that you felt a little less confident prior to starting the academy. Okay. Yeah. And is there also an age limit? Like, can you apply any time in your life or only up to a certain age? I think the FBI likes to hire people who have a little bit of experience. You know, they graduated from college. A college degree is one of the requirements. 
they had a few years of work experience in which they showed a certain level of uh, expertise and uh, professionalism, attention to detail, some leadership skills, some accomplishments. And in your mid-20s is about the right time to start applying and thinking about the position. I think the average age of a class is maybe in the high 20s, you know, 28, 29. Mm-hmm. And okay, that, so a bit of experience. Yeah, yeah and so the, the, cutoff, the cutoff age is about 36, 37 years old. And then the expectation is that you would work 20 to 25 years and retire in your, in your you know, mid to late 50s. Mm, yeah. Okay. And you must retire in mid to late 50s or can you go on? No, there's a mandatory retirement age at 57 with, you know, the potential to stay, you know, one or two years longer and there's also the potential to retire, you know, one or two years earlier. But mm. in general, the mid to late 50s is when uh, most FBI agents retire. Do you remember what was your the thing that you enjoyed most about your profession? Well, the thing I enjoyed most about the profession is really the wonderful people that I worked with in the FBI and that I coordinated with outside the FBI and the other law enforcement agencies. I think the people that uh, choose law enforcement as the profession uh, are people that you know have that gift of service in their overall Uh, characteristic, uh, service to others, helping others. Because sometimes as an FBI agent, you're really the first person and the only person to help a victim or to uh, take a report from somebody who's been victimized. And being empathetic and helpful in communicating with them on a very serious matter, sometimes it's the most serious thing that happened to that person in their life. And you're the only one there to you know take the information you need but also to take care of them emotionally and sometimes provide them resources to get back on their feet and so really the greatest thing was working with the the people that have chosen that profession you know to run to danger to run to the sound of gunfire and to run to victims of crimes and and offer to assist them and investigate the cases that present themselves And that really was uh, one of the greatest treasures of working at the FBI, was to be given that opportunity, right? To, give, to have that opportunity to enjoy that feeling of, of service to others. Yeah, it's very enriching, isn't it? Very much so. And were there difficult parts with difficult moments during your professional life? You know, I think, you know, the very nature of investigating criminal activity collecting evidence that could be worldwide and uh, dealing with, you know, treaties and borders and people and eliciting information that is sensitive comes with a certain level of contention, right? Um, there, there might be people that disagree with your method or that might not want to provide the evidence or just might, there might be a language barrier. It, it, there's always a certain level of of contention that I think FBI agents have to navigate to get to uh, collect whatever it is they're looking for. And dealing with that contention sometimes requires, you know, adjustment of your, you know, demeanor, uh, recognizing uh, when to, you know, focus properly on one aspect and let something else go or 
you know, collect later. So that sometimes is difficult dealing with the contention, right? But it's a nature of the work. And I think a lot of people, by the time they've been in for a few years, recognize that in the end, things have a way of working themselves out hmm. because the mission is, uh, you know, it's an honorable uh, mission. And that's why things end up, uh, you know, working out. Yeah. If you look at personalities of, of people, uh, of young, uh, young men or young women, what would you say is the best personality that would fit for this, for this job in terms of mainly soft skills? You know, for me, what I've, I saw is um, somebody who's disciplined and dedicated and um, professional and collaborative. Uh, collabor collaboration is really one of the best skills you can bring to the table and is when you hmm. is when you come to the table and you look around the other people sitting at the table and if you ask yourself how can i help that person be successful that would be a great hmm. attitude because in ensuring the success of the other people at the table you've already charted the course for your own success that's well said yeah. <laughs> and in your in your years of work at the FBI have you taken some lessons with you and that would make you maybe change things had you known them in advance? Well, there's always things you could have done differently and better and charted your course, you know, differently. But I was, I was very lucky and fortunate to be, uh, and, and, you know, several times in my career at the right place at the right time. And I think the best thing I did was making myself available so that when the opportunity presented itself, I was one of the you know candidates that could be selected for the opportunity. And I, I think really that just is one of the uh, best attributes that uh, a new agent can have is, is some discipline and uh, mm. you know being available and, and, and choosing to volunteer, uh, volunteer for you know not the best assignments, but just volunteer in general uh, so that when there is an opportunity that you really want your resume and experience would you know speak for itself okay i have one last question it's about technology and the relationship with the with the agency do you see any future jobs that would be advantageous if uh, with technology uh, within the agency be it uh, i don't know um, virtual reality artificial intelligence and uh, is that a, an add-on let's say uh, value to bring uh, to the to the agency that will change the way also the agency will work in the future yeah i think you know the future fbi agent will definitely have to have an awareness of you know, cyber, cybersecurity, the cyberspace, everything you mentioned with virtual reality and how, you know, data is being used for our future appliances. And then how to collect that data from wherever it's stored and then to present it in a logical and systematic way so that, you know, the judges and the attorneys who are taking the case to the next step can understand how you collected it, what you collected it, and where you collected it from. So definitely mm. having a good idea of what, you know, disk space, cyberspace looks like would be very advantageous to, you know, the next generation of agents. And we have many already that are working in 
understanding blockchain technology, for example, the cloud services and how the data is stored and collected and um, authenticating that data. So it's becoming more and more important in the legal field and how to deal with, you know, electronic data collection. And now that you have retired from the FBI, what do you plan to do next or what are you doing today? I'm retired and um, working in a very similar field in intellectual property investigation and, uh, and preservation. I think a lot of uh, companies these days, their product is built on their intellectual property. And I was uh, lucky enough to find a job that um, utilizes my background at the FBI to protect the company's intellectual property. I yeah. see. And then, you're co- of course, you have a lot of experience that you can bring to this uh, to this new uh, occupation. So uh, excellent. And uh, it's been very interesting. And unfortunately, we, we need to cut it here. But uh, I really hope uh, they maybe one day can interview you again. And then you can tell us a bit more in depth about your job. Uh, thank you so much for coming to the podcast. I wish you all the best for your future endeavors. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you for having me. And I look forward to talking to you again in the future. When you work in law enforcement, your job can be multifaceted. You definitely want to be keen to help people, be dedicated and disciplined and collaborative. So what do you think? Write me your comments at jobtalespodcast at gmail.com.